0: Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Take TV podcast. We're here for the round 16 edition. Uh, good week for some, not for others. Uh, looking at myself there, but we'll get to that in a sec. How are we feeling, George? Um, on the home stretch of Supercoach now, not a hell of a lot to talk about really, but we'll, we'll get to a few things today.
1: I think Dunkley might consume a fair bit of the podcast today News that he's out for one to two. Yep. Uh but yeah, we'll get to that soon. But yeah, Dawn, okay. How about yourself?
0: Good, mate. Good. Good. Um, cruising along. JD, how, how are you, mate? Not too... Uh... Uh, still recovering. Still recovering. Yeah. Bit,
2: bit, bit tender, bit sore. So that's all right. We'll get there. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get yeah, I'm used to
0: it, mate. Don't worry. I'm sure you're going to be. Crows versus do like Essendon this week, JD are you Keen
1: or what? Oh, yeah. I can't wait.
2: <laughs> uh, what? Last time we got you good, you were so mad. You were molding pretty hard, no. actually. So, uh, are you expecting revenge this time?
1: I think it'll be a good game, hopefully. I think Essendon not all right. Is it? It's in um, Marvel. That's at Marvel, isn't it? Yeah, is yeah, cool. it Marvel? It is in Marvel. Yeah, yeah it be interesting to see how things go this week. Someone will end up melting either way, so we'll see how we go. <laughs> no, no, um,
2: no.
0: Uh Not yeah me. I, I'm yeah. very calm. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter what happens I'd say yeah probably. Um we'll get to how we went so MVP and Fault George will start with you. Uh decent week I guess. It was a bit of a uh, high scoring one but like you scored 2500 and uh, did you go did you just hold I think in the end or did you Yeah.
1: Well I think if I didn't captain Laird, I would have gone up a little bit. Yeah. So I'm 1.5k at the moment. And I'm 100 points off 1K. So, pretty tight still. One good week, but how can you have good weeks when you're relying on Day, Himmelberg, <laughs> who I'll we'll get to in a second? Um, ben Keys with zero CBAs. Uh, rolls better than it was, but you know, you're Not a, good a little bit worried. Yeah. So, yeah, a few negative pods, but I do have like a, a Zach Butters and a, a Tim English. So Tim English only 70%. So, fingers yeah. crossed, that works out. Yeah, Captain Laird. Now, I've had a good run with captains the past two months, but this just uh, not as bad as yourself. My you bad, know, but, mate. Um, you should have yeah. seen how I had it on him. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's all right. Um So MVP of the week, I'll have to give it to... Sorry, I know. I'm going to give it to Zach Merritt for his 168. <laughs> um, this oh, is... God, uh, anti-potting him was was terrible last year. It's... Um, only yeah. eight weeks to go. I don't know if you can still get him, but it's a, it's okay. a rough. Yeah. It can be rough, but um maybe keys goes to him this week. Who knows? Uh, fault of the week is the easiest pick. Yeah, I didn't even have to think about it. Um, <laughs> you might be thinking I'm going to say it's going to be every, everyone's fault of the week. Maybe you're probably thinking I'm going to say Darcy Cameron, but I'm going to say Harry Himmelberg. Oh, this yeah, is um, I the this is. One. This is the most frustrating own I've ever I've had in a while. So you
0: like I didn't see the he, game, so enlighten me, please.
1: Oh, he's just playing bad. It's just he should be scoring well. He's racking it up, but it's just clangers. He's not stepping out in his kick ins for a start. You know when you're watching a player, they're just not doing well. Yeah and you're like, finally he gets it, and then he like gets no points or negative points for it, and he just ugh. it's just one of those, one of those sort of picks at the moment. But he had four clangers in a row, like Unbelievable scenes. So, honestly, like he's playing for a big contract. Like, play like it. Concentrate. Like, stop missing fifteen meter targets. So, oh, he, he's annoying. I still think he's a fine like a twenty um, third. But he, uh, as
0: much as he's still, still he, he's capable. He's
1: yeah, yeah, he's capable of better than this. But um, oh my goodness, he, he just hasn't given me a good score in three weeks. So he's my fault of the week.
2: All right, wasn't. To be fair, it wasn't ideal conditions for a tall, intercepting defender anyway, right? Like, I think he did okay, considering. I thought I he didn't played see terrible. You, judging
0: by George, he's only missed some easy open kicks, so I don't know.
2: There was there was some of that. There was also, like, I mean, it was wet, so there was stuff where he was, like, kicking off the ground late for distance, and it'd go straight to an opponent, and you just get, you know, clang negative points off that, and it, it's the right footy move, but, in you know, for scoring, it's just mm-hmm. not good. Um, so there's a bit of that going on as well, which is unfortunate.
0: Um, anyway,
2: I, I, I will just say, like one of the things, um, I'll put, pull up maybe some of the more specific ownership on these. But you know, you're saying it's hard to climb with faults like Day, um, Cameron, um, Himmelberg, for example. But I think Cameron's still, yeah, in the, in the top one percent. I think Cameron's over seventy percent owned. Um, sheezel who scored sub eighty, was is sixty percent owned. Um, uh, Day's fifty percent owned. So, like, a lot of these guys that scored poorly also have really high ownership as well. I mean, uh, Briggs, who went sub-90, had a 29% ownership. Um, so, look, I think there's the one thing to take out is there's a lot of people that are in the same boat. Um, yes, Steel he's over 20% as well. So, there's a lot of these guys that are just very highly owned. And, yeah, they're putting out bad scores, um, but you're not the only one. And I think most teams have a combination of two of these. So, i want to check on Supercoach data. Shout out to... Um, him in a second um, just to see what exactly like how many teams have a combo of one, two or three of these, but it's, it's very common. So I wouldn't lose sleep over having a couple of these kind of copium players on field. I think most people are in the same situation. And if you're one of the few teams that has one or zero of these types of players, then you're going to go up the ranks. But I think most people are in the boat where they've got two or three at least. Um, so for my week, I scored 25, eight, two, I moved up 42 ranks to 202nd overall. So Top 100 is still on the cards, which is good. Um, My trades in the end were Seamus Mitchell up to Doherty and I moved uh, MJ on to Fletcher. Uh, So Fletcher and Melican were looped for Oliver last week and Melican putting up 85 was very nice for cover. Um, My MVP of the week will go to Lockie Neal for his 143 vice captaincy, which ended up being a very good score in the context of the week. I think not too many people did better than that. Maybe a few had Dacos, even fewer probably had Merritt. Uh, so yeah to be able to kind of get 30 points on Bond and you know 60 or so on Laird was huge, you know, otherwise George would have beaten me this week easy. Um and then the fault, I mean, if you're gonna take Cameron, I guess I could take Day to the eye. I didn't think he was as bad as his score reflected, but he was pretty poor early in terms of disposal efficiency, missed tackles, that type of stuff, and it just compounded. Um, but honestly, like I'd be more tempted to even give it to like a Brasher or a Laird where I expect premium scoring out of them and for them to hit 80s is really not much better than day going 65. So,
0: Eno, uh, how about you? How was your week? Um, I did forget to mention off the top, I did miss all the Sunday games, really. I mean, I was at one, but I still missed that one large part. Of, we were <laughs> out there watching it for a bit, but at, I was at the Hawthorns present lunch uh, for the second year. It's been 12 months since my close mate, Harry's old man, Paul Deere, passed away from pancreatic cancer and it's, I learned about it last year, but how like, uh, under um, you know, researched it is and how deadly it actually is. They had like three, three and a half thousand, these little purple silhouettes up in the crowd. I think they might have shown on the TV. I'm not sure, but sort of representing all the amount of Australians that died from it each year. So that was a good day. We were just on the beers, not watching much of the footy, especially being in a Hawthorne room. It wasn't good in there. <laughs> Many people were happy, but um, yeah. So Dare to Hope is the, the link for that and the website too. The donate there in regards to my team, though, uh was kind of like Hawthorne, I guess, in, in that week, like 23-84. That's, yeah, I looked at the end of the round, I'm like, oh, God, that's not even, you know, everyone's 2,500-ish. So, I mean, look, I'm holding Sicily. I knew uh, down one week or two was going to be there, but I needed to sort of keep up, you know, with a good captaincy score and get a bit lucky. But like George, too many fake premiums, like NAS 68, DC as well, Day, uh walsh 99 like i thought he would have gone better than that but he didn't in the end um and then obviously uh, Windhager covering for sis with a 60 which i mean i guess i'll take you can't be too upset with the 60 from a sort of cover player but obviously hoping for more against west coast um fault no one took dc so i'll just go him even though look tough matchup against wits uh i watched a little bit of that i think on that was saturday mm-hmm. wasn't it um yeah, uh, look, I still think you can can do not in the nineties uh, the rest of the way home, but copping a sixty isn't great. Uh And then MVP, give it to Sarong, I guess one thirty eight, and not the highest owned, I don't think. I haven't checked, but uh, what, is he around fifty or so? Top one nah, percent, something I'm like lower that. Lower than that? Is it even lower? Okay, <laughs> who's this? Sarong. Thought it was in the 30-something, oh, yeah, thirty thirty, 30 ah, two. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Pleasant yeah. surprise. So yeah, we'll take that from him. I mean, I've had him for a few weeks. He hasn't been too crash hot, but he's playing through a little bit of an ankle tweak, as um, JL said. So yeah, and I went half for the butters as well, like George. So uh, you know, having a bit of fun the way home. Own butters rolling with Briggs at R two. It's a bit of a risk, um, but yeah, don't have the likes of yeah Brayshaw. Sorry, no um, merit. No English going to be tough watching them on the way home. Um, Sicily would be good, though. Yeah, Sicily. That's part of it. Gets this back. Hopefully, he can cook. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I was 700th and dropped out a lot to 1.3 in just one week. So, I need to sort of hang around and then hopefully just make a push back in there. This week, and I'm finishing my team this week. I was going to wait a week, but will days, You know, break evens back up to 80, and I need to do it kind of now to afford track or merit. So, you know, specific to my team, that's still... Last player I bring in, one of those two. Who do you want? out of Probably go team? on track. I mean, thirty percent owned still merits ninety. What's the point? Um, is how I see it. And track. I mean, and that's <laughs> I shouldn't even have to argue the point of ownership, right? Track's been cooking, so um, they'd probably do similar. But track's just been on an absolute tear, so I'll probably bring him in, and then I'll have to field Winnega and we'll get the Dunks being out. I'll probably have to field Chinkotta, field both of them, which isn't good. But hey, I knew my season was sort of over as far as going really well. So just ride the team out with two trades to the end. Um, the news, as George said off the top, yeah, it is really dunkly we've got to speak about. I um, mean, George, obviously, we with a lot of others compounded into seeing Laird, um, but one to two, he'll be out uh, at least this week. And then they're hopeful, I guess, of next week, which is against the Demons, right? So, you know, maybe they, they want to play him against the tougher side. We'll Neil was on
1: 360, I think, and he said yeah. he could miss two. Yeah. I mean, he's not Medico, but yeah.
0: Anyway, it's like a calf knock, right? So it's not a strain. But Hewitt had the similar thing last year, right? And it that was just bad. Ended him for that for the rest of that year. So it's not great. I mean, I wouldn't trade him this week, right? Uh, depending what your covers like, but we can talk about that in a sec. We'll, we'll specifically mm-hmm. talk about him. Um, I'll just reel off the rest of these. News, Took's a test, so he could be back. Uh, Clary as well. Uh, we speak about him every week, of course, but we'll wait and see. Um, Matty Roberts is a test, so anyone still him on the bench? See if he can get back into the side. Probably what comes through the George? BFL, Yeah, that's all. Probably. Most likely. Fife subbed out with his foot injury, and is that... I mean, they've put TBC there. That could be... Yeah, I mean, you might get him back for the last few weeks or something, but who knows? He's He's... Been troubling him for a while now. He got back, and now it's yeah, it's one of those injuries that just can flare up at any time. Um, and it did. So, any thoughts on five? I mean, not, people had him on his bare bench anyway. But a bit of buy help. He did that. Now it's whatever. You can, um, you can side swap him to if he had trades. A yeah, a few
1: options we can speak about after.
0: Yeah, a test. If anyone has Jezza, um, not probably think you'd bring him in, but he will be pretty cheap. Like after he plays a game, he'll be down at. Almost is it three hundred or something, boys? Something like that. Three ninety-five now with a one seventy break even. So hey, if you again with flush on trades, could be a bench player for you. Um Whitfield is back from suspension. Sicily is still one week away. Um and then we've got Cherry possibly back, had a really good game in the VFL and Goldie got subbed actually. I was speaking to Rob actually at the at the president's lunch and I was I said to him, what happened, mate? You, you put him off the ground. He's like, oh, I don't know. I, like third quarter, I just got, God, he was subbed and I was like laughing. So um, yeah, Cherry maybe, but you know, I don't really, it's probably like a fantasy thing. Maybe I don't know what his price is there, J.D. Um, uh, And Shorty. Yeah. Yeah, saw a sore, mean... sore spot because <laughs> I
2: started him and it was like. Oh yeah, you week.
0: did too. Yep. yep. Um, you think they give him games the rest of the year? Just If he's number one, Rick,
1: he'll score well, but yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, 150 DT in the VFL. Who is that against? Did you know? Did you see? Williamstown, I think. Yeah. I, don't I mean, know. yeah. Jaddy's right, though. He can score. Number one rock. Yeah. Shorty's a 4-6 to six, hammy, which is uh, disappointing, but tag season's pretty much done. I guess this week you could probably say is a final on Thursday against Swans and, and Tigers if either of them want to actually do anything, which they probably both won anyway. Um, And we announced two debutants: so Banks and uh, Jacob Bauer who I think many fans have been calling for for a while, but um, I think maybe they finally realised after the 80-point loss on the weekend that it's probably Curtin's. Um, so they've been playing really well um, for a while. Those two boys, Bow's kicked back-to-back game-winning goals in the VFL, um, which is huge for him. So good to see him get a gig. Uh, I don't know where they'll play. Uh, you asked me. I have no idea. I know Bowers been playing a bit of defence, but they can both play sort of either end. So... Uh, I guess it matters who's out, right? Shorty, you know, one maybe to defense, but we could shuffle. I think we're speaking before we, we recorded. It could be Baker going back there. Who knows? I, I can't tell you. So um, we'll see. I mean, it kind of ruins them, I guess, for next year, Coach pricing-wise. It just doesn't matter at this point. Um, I would have liked to have got one of them last week. Uh, if they would, you know, a week earlier, I would have had one of them on my bench for the run home. But, yeah, yeah. Um, that's it, boys. Any other news we uh, have missed? J.D., have you got anything you've spotted or wanted to mention? No, no, no. I've just um, loaded
2: up the player ownership in the top 1,000 for a bunch of these players, so I'll reel that off in a second. George, is there anything that we missed that you thought was important from a injury or news perspective? We're going to get to Dunkley in a second. have yeah. Okay. Cool. So um, just quickly then on this play. So I loaded up. Here are the like a, about 10 that I put in. So Darcy Cameron, Sheasel, Day, Briggs, Steele, Lloyd, Ridley, Himmelberg, Zebel, Rao, Mitchell, Mills as fakes or kind of like fake range ish. Um, and so looking at the top 1000, over 700 coaches have three or more from that group. So it is still easy. Well, it's still possible to catch up ground, especially if, you know, You're at two or less than that or even if you're at three because there are a lot that have four five and six and if you're dodging the ones that are scoring really badly you're going okay i had a look at those there's 10 teams that have zero of the names listed the highest ranked one is um 31st overall smith and weston he's the guy that won the weekly um and he had sheldrick Um, at M8 so I think that's a. um, having a quick look at some of the other ones that are high ranked some of these that don't have any of these fakes still have a rookie Um, so they've probably been blessed a little bit that they've got this great rookie scoring and we'll see what they do with their last upgrade whether it's also into one of these cheaper guys or whether they can still afford to go up to a proper premium to finish their sides but it's a long way of saying a lot of the top teams have had to compromise their sides in some way to finish, especially during the buy. So don't worry about having two or three of these guys on field. It's very common at the moment. Um, and I, I wouldn't wouldn't take it as a season over or anything like that. You can definitely still climb in that context.
0: I think Mills is the most traded in sort of premium guy this week. So yeah. Um whether people are doing that for the last yeah, that, mid that might spot. Go up maybe then if I yeah. if I
2: continue to call him fake, maybe he ends <laughs> up being the real deal. But yeah,
0: um, wasn't he yeah. getting
1: a calf rub at the end of the you game? Didn't see the oh, game. Oh, but... George, only man watching a Swans <laughs> game for a calf rub. <laughs> it, I like. It I missed mi- it it, it might have been the week before. I. Should we? Uh, uh, there was definitely it was definitely happening though. It's either last week or yeah. this week. I can't recall.
2: Oh, uh, look, actually, sorry, I was just um, in the stats section and I uh, advanced stats calf rubs, and it does have Mills as one. Actually, yeah, yeah, they did. They did. Okay. That. There, thanks, yeah. thanks, Champion Data. <laughs> um.
0: Sheldrick, anyway I don't really want to speak about it because that's probably he's so good. He's so uh, good. I, it's, it's, the, it's a
2: shame that we don't have him. It's you do, know, it's doing, doing what I do. Williams all over again. Yeah,
0: well, with my team, JD doing what I've done with holding Sicily, like he would have been perfect to actually make my strategy work. Stay Instead with of me, getting over fifty, I, I and, actually, yeah,
2: I don't it? want to go back and have a look. I reckon it's like it, two hundred points. Yeah, I, I won it's hard by not getting links, Sheldrick yeah. at the start of the buys.
0: Like it's so bad, but it really, was hard to trade in a guy with fifty tog. I know, and then Chad goes out this week. Exactly. Um, yeah, but, you know. Yeah, I trust, but yeah.
2: But no, but it's even with but this is the problem, right? Horse is there any even learning when to you they've that been. No, no, no. But this is horse because when there's been plays with talent before in that side, he still relegated them to two to push them out of roles at certain points in time. Like you just can't trust him. It's one of those things where it went <sighs> against us this time, and for those that took the risk. Fair play, um, but yeah, in super coach was just really hard at the time, especially at the elevated price point when we're trying to finish our teams. So yeah, yeah I, I don't, I don't think there's a like deep philosophical lesson, because like, you know it was like Sheldrick, Dev, Rob, Wind, um, Windhager all at the same time, or like going to someone cheaper and you know. Anyway, yeah, I
0: guess if you didn't go any of them, you're, you're probably not kicking yourself. But if you did go one of them, like me, and it was one of the other two, then you probably are. But them's be the breaks. All right. George's favourite time. Not favourite, you know, thing that Josh Dunkley is injured, but uh, we'll go to you, mate. I love what, Josh Dunkley. Yeah, exactly. I, I, matter, but, right. <laughs> I mean, talking about injury and uh, trying to project. <laughs> no, no, there's, there's right. no <laughs>
2: person that loves a calf more than, than George's. What
0: What happened? Like my gots,
1: own right calf, which doesn't
0: bloody work anyway. Um, was it during the, like, was it early? Because he had, his tog was low all game and then – It's
1: just not clear. Yeah. So, yeah, so I – I believe he was getting some sort of work before the game. Mm, that's nice something I've read. Nice. I didn't see that, but Fagan we, has always... Wait, read, versus...
2: read from what? What type of source are we talking here?
1: We're talking big. Discord, in general. Okay, oh. no. okay, so no, no source. <laughs> okay, so no, maybe I should be. That's start. below big footy, and that's yeah, like well, you know, hard it, to beat. <laughs> it, it, it does add up because his tog was very strange for the yeah. entire game. Um, not. Too sure. So Fagan said that it was a cork. Mm-hmm. So did he get that during the week and play through it? Uh a little no, bit. No, confused. no, 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 no. No, no. I don't think so. I don't think so. I
2: I believe he picked up during the game because there was one point where he came off um and they were first assessing it. So that like, yeah, you guys didn't watch the game. So yeah, he came off like midway through, I want to say the second or like early part of the third, quarter, you know, it it and they were assessing it at that point. And then he came back on i think it was just before halftime came back on played the third quarter and then got subbed off um, for precautionary reasons yeah. he was upset like visibly he didn't look like he really wanted to come off um but yeah they'd just been like he, they, they thought it was innocuous at that point in time um and that it, you know uh, in the presser fagan said that the it was nothing more than a corky and he'd be fine but then today training rolls around and he didn't train at all and was spotted with compression bandage on the calf, which is um, something that you would normally see when managing a corky or a contusion of the muscle. So um, that I think rings true. The the sign that was obviously concerning is for that type of injury, if you're playing, um, if you're not doing any running or any training on the Tuesday, it's very unlikely you get up. And actually, I, I think it it does put some concern into my mind about um, whether he plays next week. Because if it was that bad and he played on it for an extra quarter, there's a chance that there's bleeding, which is what we've seen with like Parrish and Hewitt and stuff in the past, then have these things extend out and linger. And that would be my concern, not to be a fear monger or anything like that. Um, but yeah. they listed him as one to two today. And I think, you know, this is the reason why something like this could linger if it doesn't heal properly over the coming week. So it's good that they're doing precautionary stuff and he's not training yet. But I don't think he's any guarantee to come back at this point, especially given they've got, I think, the Friday game next week. So it's no, it's not a longer turnaround or anything
1: like that. So I'm in no position to trade. Uh, if I did, I'd probably go all the way down to Mills and put that 300K on top of like a Weddle and get Sicily uh, next week or something. It doesn't really add up anyway. So I'm treating this as a two-week injury. That's what I'm expecting. And I will be fielding... Or be looping just the way with my DPP works. And half the reason why I got Butters in the midfield was for times like this. Yeah. Um, so you can put Weddle. I got MJ and Weddle. And yeah. MJ's CBAs hopefully go up with Fife out. Fingers crossed. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Butters uh, to forward line. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. Sort of thing, yeah. And don't get me wrong. I would much rather have a proper mid price yeah. or pregnant like, than a rookie here. DC or something, yeah. Um, yeah, so like like a I don't know, like Ben Keys when he was 360k ideally he would went to the bench
0: but um I feel you can get a good score out of Weedon or or MJ hopefully like an 80 hopefully uh, you never know um of course but yeah they, they sped out
1: a fifteen and a thirty during the buys, so you never know what you're going to get <laughs> yeah. with these guys. But need one this week, that's it. I think the more that is the dilemma of people who have like a like absolute rubbish cover. So as, well, before we get onto yo, the, what's today, up? <laughs> <laughs> we're talking big Ivan marriage in the not Ivan. I'll just call him Ivan. <laughs> Hold before on, how did one. he
2: score seventy odd? I didn't. Oh mate, West Coast were on fire for the first oh. half, and he was he was part of it. he was on uh, like he was on track for a ton at half time. He was oh. crushing it and then yeah unfortunately oh. just the 20 point second half but um yeah for those that were using a bit of marriage cover blessed because he was the late in as well i don't think he was in yeah 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 oh
1: yeah yeah yep. are you two at all entertaining trading dunkley
0: he is currently out of my side wow okay we're gonna to go to JD then because like oh, I have Windhager. I have two trades. He stays. Ooh, yeah. Wind Windhager's a very nice cover, yeah. Love that. So um yeah, what's no, yours, for, JD is it forward marriage? Is yeah, forward wide?
2: lines the um the one part of a ground where I don't have good cover. My current bench is uh Davy, who may return after a good
0: oh, um, effort on
2: the weekend, uh, and cool. uh Buller. Yep, so I got the wrong key forward. Not that I really would love an archer anyway. Like, if Buller returns and plays like a loop, he scored a C, but like, um, I'm not taking it. Um, And then Roberts is the other one that I was hoping to come back, and he's a test this week, Um, but he'll return through the VFL. He might struggle to actually get another opportunity. So, yeah, forward lines are one spot that I'm weak for cover. And once again, it's where having Sheldrick would be absolutely amazing. Um, I've also got to think through the fact that Oliver may miss this week as well. Um, So, which you know that situation what do i do um so look i think there's two lines of of um options for me i've got three trades left so one is i just trade dunkley out for a top six forward that i don't have and for me that would be butters who i missed and a lot of other people in the same boat so i could get in butters um get his scoring in antipod dunkley which is pretty scary from here but you know, the maybe he misses two, maybe it turns into three and that ends up being a really beneficial situation for me, boosts me up massively. Um, The other option is I could move on someone like a Brayshaw off my midfield for Butters and then move Butters into my forward line to cover Dunkley for one to two weeks and use my Melican, Fletcher like cover to then loophole them um, for the other score. So I've kind of got two options here. Um, one gives me more flexibility for the rest of the year. The other one probably gives me better scoring this week. And that's, I think, the two main lines of trading for those that have the trades to get rid of Dunkley or don't have the cover and just have to trade him. Okay. Any, any thoughts on that? Where we would be preferencing um, trading Brayshaw to Butters to cover Dunkley for a week or two or just straight on
1: moving Dunkley out for Butters?
0: Oh, that's tough. Oh.
1: I would like to hold Dunkley. It'll be a pretty bad negative pod, I think. Hmm. At least for like the last five. Like maybe he comes back in the low tog or something in is after like two or three weeks. But after that, he's still... Like he's been the best captain option basically for the past two months.
0: Yeah, Yep, yeah, it is scary. What's at what
1: not and I think um too. I guess you, you don't have butters, so I guess it makes sense to go to him. And Butters <laughs> yeah. does have nice fixture. I think it's um, I do think it's different. Like if you have all of
2: Taranto Butters, Golden Rosie, it's not really obvious who you'd trade Dunkley to. And in that situation, like I can see you kind of going a different path. Um, but the fact that Butters is, like, not that big of a points drop like, makes me tempted to do that. Um, and I do wonder as well with Lions, um, you know, fixture and where they're at. So they are two wins behind second, and I don't know, they're like four or five wins ahead of fifth, I want to say. Maybe, maybe it's not that much. Maybe it's only two as well. Um, but, like, they it seems like their top four spot's going to be secured pretty soon. And it feels to me like it will get to the point where they can start resting these players. And one of them that would make sense to me is Dunkley anyway, that they manage him throughout the back half of the year to make sure he's ripe for finals. And so that makes me think, well, maybe I could anti-pod him because even though his scoring is going to be great, if he does end up getting rested, you know, maybe managed one game in, rested one game at the end, plus he misses one or two, um, that it ends up not being a point loss and, you know, upside um, exists on top of that. I um, don't see and, that yeah.
0: happening. God. Fair enough. That's tough though. You're very. Oh, I don't know how unique it would be other people here, uh, would be in that situation, but mm. uh, yeah. How many trades would that? But, so go down, point?
2: go down to two. Yeah. Two injury with one fifty k in the bank. So at least it's nice cash. Yeah. But uh, the actually there is a there is a third option st- for me. Which is, right, I could yeah. use. I've got enough cash in the bank that I could use two trades and move like Melikian and Fletcher on for a one or two K in Himmelberg and go to like that twenty third primo that then covers. Uh, but it puts me down to one trade for the rest yeah. of the year. If you have any injuries to premiums, it's impossible to trade them on. So I'm like, I'm but, not. I'm hesitant to do that.
1: But then I, you lose both your rookie cover.
2: Yeah, exactly. I think I prefer the rookie cover nah. to the extra
1: primo. Well, that's pretty yeah. a dangerous trade. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you If you, if you had better good. rookies, if you had other rookies to fill, then
2: yeah. Yeah, then of course, could. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm not a fan of that either.
0: Tough. I don't know. I almost feel like the brochure option for some reason, even though trading out just to get going, yeah, is like makes zero sense. But yeah, I wouldn't trade Andy. No, I know. It, What's the answer, George? Uh, just holding cop. Now, uh, wait, I, I will yeah, say so I, I'd
1: rather I'd rather eight games from Andy than six from Dunkley.
2: I, I the one thing I will say is Frio's run home from here looks like pretty rough. So they've got um Carlton at home which is all right, but then they've got Collingwood at the G. Swans at home, Geelong at Geelong, Brisbane at home, West Coast which will be fine, Port at home and then Hawks at the MCG. It's just like like there's a lot of tough. At least, hey, yeah,
0: there is. There is a fair bit of home, but like there's a lot of tough. Along the way and cuts at the G's not uh, pies at the G's not great. No, no, Port, um, and Port
2: has been like difficult
0: to score yeah. on all year unless you're Zach Merritt. Um, well, we could, well, what are you saying then, George? Trade Dunkley then. Like you can't yeah. say that no. Don't do this or don't do the other one. <laughs> We'd have to probably. sit... I and would almost him, do but- like.
1: Could you like? Dunkley to, you can't do Dunkley to Mills. Because then you need like a cheap forward. That wouldn't work. Honestly, don't know. I'd probably trade Dunkley. He's made a decision.
0: Yeah. I was wondering, could you get like Malikin to Sheldrick, but you probably don't have enough cash in the bank to do that?
2: Uh, I mean, I think I then get back to the same problem of like, well, I don't have defense cover. So if something, you know, wants to happen, then... Uh, so i've got 67k before trades. So and no um i wouldn't be able to get sheldrick unfortunately okay.
0: all right we shall move on but um yeah depends what situation you're in of course would you be comfortable
1: fielding marriage for two weeks if you If someone was in that if somebody He's was in that up. position you'd do something no, about that no no i wouldn't do that
2: uh, wh- no. what's he that gonna score against the time. lines at the, it, yeah. it might be 20 this week in drops next week mm. like that that was what we, that's that's why i think like just trading at this point if you've got the injury trades you've got to you got to get some points out of them at some point going down to two makes me a little bit nervous i'd rather still have three to be honest from here it's just
0: one of those ones if he's just one week though then you've traded him You then well
2: yeah 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 it's true that's the risk i'm yeah. i'm one thing i'll be doing this week and for anyone else it's a Dunkley onis so everyone should be is monitoring brisbane Lions training reports to see if he's back on the track um and like running and what type of intensity is that. And if that's still like no low or nothing, um, uh, you know, towards the end of this week, then I'm, I'd guess that he misses next week. To be perfectly honest, or at least comes back and plays managed minutes.
0: Yep. All right, let's get to JD's favorite segment. That is triple T or trap, Tepid, or ticket. Uh, we need to add in some content, so we've got this here. Um, but maybe five owners, you know, what's he, 310. I know some of these guys, a couple of them, are a bit more than that we're going to talk about. But I don't know. They have the extra trades. They have the luxury of grabbing or swapping any of these players to, to, I mean, I would say be on their bench, but be their cover player for the rest of the year. Uh, we'll go through a few here. JD, do you want to go through them? And um, well, Yeah, and sure. George so can got, answer.
2: Um, 404, real primo not found, but instead at 404K is Mills. Um boys, is he trapped tepid or ticket?
1: Um there's no reason why he shouldn't go well from here.
0: He's he totally has ticket potential draws, yeah. Yes um seventy six CBAs seven. I watched, yeah, but no Warner. So what's what what happens?
1: I think uh horse is probably thinking that we need to make finals and uh although he did play a defense in the grand final. Uh, so I think we'll see Callum in there a bit because he was he was in there a bit when before he did the calf. Yep. So I think um, even he started wing, then he pushed straight up to the bowl then he went off, and that's the last time we saw him. PTSD. Uh, thank you. Yeah. I think it's a fine pick. I don't like. Car. I guess with the this sort of stuff with injury. Plays coming off injury like it's eight weeks. I think it's like it's worth uh you know, his injury history is not that bad. He's had a little bit, but it's not like a it's not like a yo or anything. He's in his prime, so he should be fine for the rest of the year. You hope. And what does he average? If you give him sixty percent CBAs, he can do one fifteen. Like well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, that's what he's capable of. But I don't think he'll do it. So I think he can
0: do like one hundred five. Yeah, midseason injury, I think he'll have his down games. JD, would you be happy finishing your team with him, actually like being your M eight or something? Or yeah. I think yeah. at his
2: price he's definitely got ticket potential. Um so for last year, with forty percent or more CBAs, um, he went I think it was like one eighteen and he had maybe one game he had below that. Or the, something I like guess. that. Yeah. I mean he did yeah. So um uh, and then this year, I think in games where he's had 50 cent or more CBAs, he's like averaging over 100. So I, I don't see any reason why he can't go like 105 to 115. It's probably at the lower end of that range if I had to peg it. Um, Warner still t- TBC on the calf, but we'd imagine what four weeks um, if it's TBC, like uh, maybe a yeah, maybe bit longer. Sound good. So I reckon he's playing at least half of the run home in the midfield. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, at his price, I think I'm pretty bullish on him. And to be honest, it, it really comes down to what are the other options you're looking at for 404k and can they beat him out? And it's what it's, um, Crips, it's Steel, um, and then you're looking at like defenders and forwards after that, which I don't think there's really any apart from Himmelberg that you'd consider. So when I look at those that are around him, I, I have to go his uh ticket potential.
0: Yeah, probably agree. Yeah. All right, and
2: speaking of one of those friends at 400K, Himmelberg, um, uh, George, you've been calling him a fake Primo all week. Is he uh, were you t- tepid? You're trapping? He's
1: tepid, I think. He's um, he's capable of better, which is a good thing, but he's giving me the shits real bad
0: watching him play. Roll's there, though, right? He's playing that role. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he defender. just he just playing does whatever no the one. hell he wants. Yep. Yeah, plays on yep. no
1: one. He's like... He hasn't had like any really, really good intercepts. He's had a few gift like gimmies, and his ball use has been terrible as well. And defensively, he's been poor, so he hasn't looked had, great. Yeah, but...
0: the what one game against North, then the buy, and then this one in the slop. So, I think, are, you, could, are you worried yeah. about him being moved forward again? Well,
1: Whitfield comes in, it just, just depends looks, what happens if they're forwards, right? I mean, it, it could happen. I, Hogan's all, back. It, it does sound like they've like. They've moved a lot around just to keep him happy in defence. I think, and Mm they're they're doing they're trying to keep him. He still hasn't signed yet. Uh, He's going to get offers that he probably can't refuse. So, I think there's a reasonable chance that he will stay back. Let's say more likely Mm -hmm. than not. Maybe think like a mid-game injury, something could happen. Um, they see him as a defender. That's what they said. So, uh, I think it's fine. I think he's a decent cover play, very durable, which is. Nice too, and he got nine kick-ins on the weekend, and like <laughs> probably stuffed half of them up. So, we'll, but he won't. He won't. shouldn't get, a get kick out. He shouldn't
2: nah. get that much going forward because Whitfield normally takes a chunk and wasn't in the side. And what's interesting is Cummings been kept out of it. I think he was playing a little bit more up the wing, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm a bit worried if like Cummings stays in the side, Whitfield stays in the side, then what what they do with him will Bergen where he plays. So I, for me, I'm I leaning. Back. I'm leaning tepid to trap. I don't think in this system that he will score as well as the heights of last year, anyway, which is what people are thinking they might get out of him. I don't think he'll be a bad scorer, but I just don't think it's ticket. Territory. I think it's
1: I think it's less system and just more players around him. Like yeah. uh, I think yeah, it's I think it's, I think it's both. Yeah. I think it's both. I mean, because last he, year
2: they were playing some disgusting kick to kick at times. Um, yeah, they're, that's not, true. they're not they're not doing that this year. Yeah, he, he I think like,
0: perfect. Is perfect for him. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you're right, George. You'll get. I think there's a big score in there. Like at one point, he, he's threatened it twice, and he's just
1: yeah done everything he can to not score. So <laughs> right. like um,
0: Buckley and Taylor both turning up pretty much. Let, let's not. get.
1: Let's,
2: let's get through these last three yep. pretty quickly because I'm not. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> not names like are interesting. Um, so, Kitty Coleman, 340k. Uh, we've seen some good scoring out of him in the past. With Rich out of the side, now he's taken, I guess, more of an aggressive role. 112 in the week just gone, Um, so some you know decent scoring there, but obviously got to be concerned about what's happening with the rest of Brisbane's backline. I don't think Rich comes back in or anything like that, to be honest. So I think his role is probably safe. But um, could either of you endorse getting on the Brisbane defender for 340k? And you rank him trap, tepid, or ticket? Trap.
0: Yeah, he's trapped with it best being tepid, but like yeah, you wouldn't. Probably, Probably I, go there. He just played the Teagues. I think that's a pretty easy matchup.
2: Yeah. I think boat. he's had um two tons and then every other game's been under seventy. So I know that's partly structuring where people are playing, but this feels like uh trap territory he's kind of throwing he's away a trade. Inconsistent
1: inconsistent, yeah. injury prone, was out the twenty two. Okay. Rich could still come in. Maybe they've given up on him, but that's always like floating there, threatening slightly. So and Wilmot's taken taken the mantle over him, so
2: all right. Next is um, stupid, sexy Flanders, one of our favorites from the preseason that obviously disappointed when the role and things shifted around in the early rounds. Um, left a lot of people quite disappointed. When I think he got injured in round three and moved out. Um, came back, played the twos lot, and then has found a, a spot in the team in the last two weeks going 100 and 119. So, what's a two game average of over 110 or like 110 ish? So, um, yeah, uh, uh, he's now, what, 304K as a mid-forward. Uh, I guess this has been people looking to, I don't know, upgrade a rookie to him for cover. How do you feel about that, boys?
0: If he had a lot of trades and he was like a five-swap, you could probably go him. He's been playing well. He has been playing well. well.
2: I'm really worried that Miller's listening. as the test for this week. Correct. Um, and that means that his role might get shifted around again, and, and yeah, end in bad things. So, I think for me, I'm tepid to trap.
1: Uh, Maybe George, just a
0: pat on the back, George, that we were thinking about starting him, or well, we were until five minutes before the bounce of the North game. <laughs>
1: I think um, this is probably more for a video I'm going to do about just reviewing my season. I, every preseason, I just I pick players of what they think that that they uh, what they think what I think they will become, rather than what they actually are. And like while right I now. think yeah. yeah, so what I think Flanders is definitely capable, and we've seen that is CBA's have been 40 and 20 the last two weeks. Um, like he was no guarantee for a start, he hasn't proven at, at AFL level, and two, he was no guarantee to get enough mid time. So and it's the same thing now. I think he's still showing what he's capable of, but like with 20% CBAs, two coming back in. I um, just have three mainstays in there that he it, just won't it, ever it, get ahead of. <laughs> it's weird because, like, you don't know what they're going to do. It's a bit like with uh, Ben Keys. Like, I don't know what his CBA is going to be week to week. We remember that when Took uh, was playing with Fiorini, Fiorini had 50% CBAs. Took goes out. Fiorini's CBAs drop. <laughs> it's a strange one. I don't, I don't understand what's going on here. So for 300K, I think he'll hold his place on the team because he's playing well, and he's a cover player. Um, I dare say, if you're absolutely broke, he's not the worst F6. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I I see 20% CBAs. I see two coming in. Um, And I think ultimately, I'm going to move
2: this conversation on because the next player we're talking about is uh, Sheldrick, 310K. who has got a three-round average of 95 or so. And with Warner out of the side, it looks like his midfield spot and job security is secure. And I think that's more than we can say for Flanders. Uh, so at 310K, I guess like just compare the two for anyone that is actually in this weird position where you're actually weighing up these guys. Would anyone have Flanders over Sheldrick?
1: No. Nah. Okay, great. With and Sheldrick, then- I was just going yeah. to say, he's four weeks straight of 40% CBAs, you think that continues? So at least you kind of know yep. that's what you think would happen because it's been a trend now. Whereas Flanders, I don't know. If they had both had like 60% CBAs, I'd probably pick Flanders, but... I think there's a bit more security
0: in,
2: of course, Sheldrick. of course, but that's just not yeah. it's not the case. I think the thing is like Swan's form have turned, they've looked a little bit better, and Sheldrick has I'd been the
0: same. There, I think I'd pick Sheldrick. Yeah, still, I'd, like, yeah, he probably. Uh, yeah, if I know he's younger
2: guaranteed mid time, like Sheldrick's been damaging forward of the ball as well, which is nice. So you know, even though it's forty percent CBA, he hasn't been lost when he's been up the ground. Um, so really liked what I've seen. If you're in that position, I'd pick Sheldrick, but I'm probably not taking either unless maybe you want to cover dunkley and you can get to a rookie to hit sheldrick in one trade and that's your cover then i think that's probably okay but it's definitely not a ticket a ticket or anything like that
1: it might be like you said but like we we're saying before like if you have five and it's just you only have one Correct. trade you just go five to
0: if you had like four trades something you wanted to use one maybe yeah. you could just right. do that Can't.
1: Ka- Ka- Believe you didn't
2: mention my boy from the preseason, Liam Henry, who's uh, yeah, also on a three round (laughs) average of I don't know 95 or something like that, but maybe for another time. Uh, all right, should we move on to some captain talk before we get into whatever quiz Eno's uh lined up for us this week?
0: Yeah, it's not a big, uh, elaborate quiz. I won't spoil it yet because I don't want you guys thinking about it. But uh, captains, what are we looking at, boys? I'm thinking Dacos VC because they always try and find a way to avoid him. And then maybe Neil C. But you might want to VC Neil, of course, and not miss that big score. Which if both of you are saying that, what's your backup captain, I guess is the Uh, question.
2: So my vice is currently on English into Neil. Um, Just what we saw at a... DC last week. I'm pretty bullish yeah. that That's English goes okay. And I like it as something a little bit different. Um, he's also got the Are ceiling. And then Neil C
0: missing Neil though, right? Taking a one. What, uh, what would possibly you know like a, yeah, like, like a, a
2: 125 or a... something. I think there's yeah. a chance Neil gets tagged is the only concern yeah, with, with Dunkley out of the midfield. Dev comes in, O'Neal? Ashcroft comes in, the two younger guys, O'Neill goes to him or they, you know, maybe someone gives him attention at stoppages and then O'Neill picks him up around the ground. That'd be my only concern. <laughs> Um, but and you know, in that situation maybe it is better to vice captain Neil because he's got that high ceiling, low floor. And one of my rules generally is vice captain the guy you want to captain. I want to captain this Neil this week, so maybe that's where I put my vice. Um. So then, looking at backup options, uh, what could you track. go? Uh, Oliver straight off the rip?
0: <laughs> no, I'd go track no. against the Saints. With the I don't know what happened. I didn't watch the week Eagles game, but. I don't know. Like, I feel like track and dominate them. Just bread crouch tackling people for three hours straight. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't it's so
2: annoying for a fantasy <laughs> sector. I just I can't talk. Oh Brad we'll, t- we'll talk fantasy after. Please don't show you
0: my team with him at M two. Please no, please don't. Please don't. He's so bad.
2: I know <laughs> <no>, he is. <laughs> so bad. Um. So let's let's talk about some of these games. And um, would you consider either of the Port Boys into Gold Coast? i have been a lot of leaks. Yeah, it's just hard. It feels hard to trust them because they're a bit up and down. I know Butters hasn't gone under a hundred for ages, and Rosie, I think, even though he's had a bit of a form slump, he's only had like what one sub ton in like ten games, something like that. So they're actually a little bit safer than what they feel like. But um, you know, at home as well, that gives me a little bit of positivity yeah. around them.
0: Annoyingly, I think the trusted captains just play earlier for not, you know. An annoying yeah. reason. And then right. the one that probably VC you later. No?
2: I mean, they're all at the same time as well, I Like Bont English, Descartes all in the in the one game hurts. Um, the, the other ones that appeal late to me is um I think you got got wrong him against Carlton, um, feels like that could be a decent play. I'm a little bit more scared about ever putting the C on Brayshaw. Um, and then Keen to get your thoughts on the Essendon-Crom game and maybe, I you know, as a neutral, your best place to view this objectively. But um, any of Dawson, Led, or Merritt, who are, I guess pretty um, popularly owned, do any of them take your fancy?
0: I mean, it has to be Merritt, right? Dawson's been just a bit annoying D- super Coach D- wise D-T-Pick, right? Yeah. yeah, I've been captaining him in fantasy and it's been fine, but he just isn't putting together, you know, half of his kicks at the moment, so... Merit. I mean, I don't know, George. You think? they I mean, Keyes is there. I, That's the problem. I can't problem. predict what Keyes but is going to
1: do. I have little idea. So if you want to see <laughs> him. I don't know. Is he getting CBAs this
0: week? Isn't he? What's happening? Yeah. The, the one merit, on the coach. He, he, they have to send off. somebody to merit. It's like, no the brainer. Last month, I know he said Dunkley is, but th- those two are. Um, they, they are absolutely on fire. So, yeah, you feel I like um, have to put some. I'll be.
1: I haven't captained Bond all year, I don't think, and I'll be VCing Bond into nil this week.
0: Yeah, I think that's very good. I think um, I like Bond
1: as, like, Collingwood, massive game for the Dogs, massive. Um, I think that's kind of Bond's.
0: Errol VC Thursday night does seem like something you could do too, against the Tigers at the G. I think it was against the Pies, right, at the G, when he just sat in the wing and just marked it 15 times and scored 160 uh, Mm. maybe a month or so ago. He's there too. Uh, And Stuart, but Stuart's a C, I guess, later in the week, um, which is maybe a little bit more annoying. Um,
2: Uh, Like, I I will say that um, I think Crows are one of the harder teams to score on, especially for midfields. Um, So I'd be pretty hesitant about actually, like, yeah, going merit, And I think you, you're right. He probably, like, he deserves attention. He should, he should get it. So yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure who's favoured to win that game. I imagine it's the Crows. Um, I think Essendon at home.
0: Um, oh, really? It is... I haven't checked, but I would. Essendon, yeah, just. It's close.
2: Okay. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I think there's a chance that, you know... Um, Crows end up winning the game and Merrick drops a pretty poor score. So, that I mean, that's the only thing that's really making me go English into Neil is because even though I'd, I'd love to have Neil as my vice captain, I just don't see a backup captain option that I'm really a fan of. Yeah, uh, You know, even like um, Green against Hawks, like I just, I can't trust Green, I don't feel like. It's just, it's very hard.
0: <sighs> the way the Hawks play, he's probably a good option too. But yeah, um, I will find the 80 option and trust me. Uh, don't copy me. So um, I'll say what I'm doing. So people don't uh, it's either Errol into Neil or Neil into track straight up into my team and track against saints.
1: Just remind them for eight years
0: straight. Why they didn't take him. Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Nah. um, Yeah. Track's been cooking. Um, There's so many good options, but yeah, I think, Bond into Neil, something like that. It probably revolved around Neil, right? It's just a matter of if, is he your C or is he your VC, um, and who are you comfortable putting the C on after if Neil was to flop. Um, cool. Anything else, boys? Get A little quiz. I'll uh, just, to be honest, I didn't didn't plan it, so I've pulled up the. Uh, I said I'd do a bit more historical here, so we've got. Well, I have the. All the 200 scores oh. on that fan footy archive and i know you've looked at it a few couple of times yeah before. don't get it up now no um <laughs> but i'm gonna make it like a bit more specific like and not you know too uh too hysterical because yeah. you're not gonna know a lot of them but um all right buzzers just you want to be your name or you want to pick a player we should pick for week. each other
2: okay <laughs> oh, okay yeah sure
0: yours is Brody.
2: <laughs> okay. Um yours is um McDonald Tip and Woody.
0: <laughs> Better play. I'm How just gonna
1: I say peak? Tipper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no no no
2: no 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 no, no, no. Tipper.
0: That's uh that doesn't count. <laughs> um All right, ready? Question number one The high score of all time, who is it and what is it? And closest, obviously, if you don't get it. Oh. Uh um,
1: McDonald Tippin would Woody. Yes, Jordan. <laughs> Buddy Franklin. Two fifty six. No, 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 no. Jonathan Brown, two fifty two sixty two or two fifty six, one of the two. Say two. As long as him,
0: mate, I can't. okay. Yep. No, you are right. He is. <laughs> How did he get there at the I end? I should have like, let him guess. I let you him shouldn't have wrong. shook your head, yeah. JD. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I should
1: have just
2: let him guess wrong. I knew it was Brown. I wouldn't have guessed it was 262, though. Yeah,
0: yeah. I knew it was. just Was it 262? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. goals, What, lucky stats? Eight goals. Um, oh, it was like 18 marks or something. Yeah, 16 marks. Like, it doesn't look overly amazing, but it was in 06 and pretty juice scoring, I think, back then for... Key yeah. forward, so just uh, quickly, like, I did
1: a video on this about five years ago. So, yeah, Top five yeah. <laughs> so if you can your memory, I, believe it was second. I will, I will oh, ask later. <laughs> it, how, did, how did it go for views?
2: <laughs> Not very good, like a thousand. <laughs> oh, okay, was it off season content? Uh, JD's gonna re- I reproduce remember. it. Oh, I, you, you could remember. do it better, get some highlights in or something. I don't
1: know. Oh, I put some highlights in it and it, it demonetized me. So <laughs> so. Oh, rough, rough.
0: <laughs> you have to figure out a better way to do that. <laughs> All right. Um, in 2019, there was three 200 scores. Can you name any of them? Oh. Uh, just the player. Not, hold on. Hold I'm on. McDonald's and um, Woody. Okay, George. Josh Dunkley. Yes, sir. He was. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, He's I would
2: have. Yeah. I would have got one of those wrong. Um. I'll, uh, what were you going to say, Jody? Bro- Brody. So I was going to go two rucks. I thought Gorn and then like maybe Goldie did it, but I'll say Gorn did it. And I think that's also the year where Cogs um, pulled a 200.
0: Okay. I'm giving JD the points. He got the other two. So sorry. Yeah, oh, You said <laughs> name <lane> one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, would, I wouldn't have got your one. We'll, but, we'll make it yeah. even, George. Make it fun. And to be fair, JD what named the game? other two. <laughs>
1: okay.
2: Um, well, Sorry, you, you get one point because you named one, and I get okay. two points because I named two. Okay, we'll just change the rules <laughs> after answer. He didn't. He didn't say there was a point cap. He just said, you know, name. I for did a say point. just name one of them, and George did. Yeah. But um, yeah.
0: Yeah. it's one all George. We'll, we'll give it to JD. I know. That's okay. You, you <laughs> <that> money, <laughs> um, in twenty eighteen, there was only uh, pretty sure one player i oh, know that's wrong there was three um who was the highest that year it's probably not gonna happen but with a 200 and i'm gonna i'll give some clues and you you can you know as because you're not gonna get the player but hopefully you can it was against gold coast in round 21 he scored 219 Supercoach points had 23 kicks 14 marks is this player retired? Kick, no, he kicked 10 goals. Six this is in
2: 2018. Oh, um, uh, Brody, yep. Uh, this is, um, uh, one of your Tigers forwards. Uh, this is Rewalt, right? Yes, yeah, he kicked 10. Yes, yeah, 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 because yeah. isn't that like one of the only 10 goal hauls from the last little while?
0: Yeah, I think that, yeah, I mean, he did it, he's done it a couple of times, but yeah, that was the most recent one. Um, yeah, I think we beat him by 100 something points. Actually, up there.
1: just quickly, I think he had like a concussion that year, and he dropped in the 300ks, and he was like a top and six was a pick up. Was he? Yeah. yeah, okay.
0: Could, could double check um, that. There you go. He went
1: up to like in the 500s. Um, I'm cool. like, what
0: uh, is it? Well, i it? I was like, why is Anna giving us clues? Oh, it's got to be a Tigers player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, I didn't pick just because of that. It was just he was an obscure one. Um, anyway. Okay. Sydney. We're going here. Sydney Swans. Who has their highest score ever? In Supercoach. Oh. Hmm. Way back in 2005. McDonald's, and Woody, George. O'Keefe. Incorrect. Is he here? Oh. Nope. I'll go...
2: Brody. There's two I'm thinking of. It's gotta be either like a key forward, which we've seen a lot of, like Hall. Um, yep. or it's gotta be um goods when he was at his peak, maybe he's like a rock. Yep. Uh,
0: Who are we going with? I will go against it was against the Chrome. <laughs> I don't
2: know what the Chrome was like in the early two. I'll go, I'll go goods. Yeah.
0: Adam Goods, two hundred twenty-six. Should have said yes. That. He had thirty-three touches, a goal, five tackles. Again, doesn't seem overly amazing, but um, did he not make then. your
2: video, George? What happened? <laughs> Is that not good enough for top five? <laughs> I think it was um, like two
1: thirty plus.
0: All right. <laughs> Last one here. I'm going to make it up on the spot. Um, so a lot of these are all you know key forwards back in the day because the scoring was just mm. juiced. And then the top one that's not a, a key forward is Gaz, and that you guys probably would have got that. So who's oh, the next yeah. highest score that's not a forward, and not Gary Ablett? And he scored. He's actually the fourth highest ever, and it was a two hundred and forty-five. Um, this this back in a question,
2: like, um, like Donald Tip and Woody, like Richo on a wing or something
0: like that, is it? No, Richo's the I didn't count him, but he he okay, was a forward. Okay, okay. it was because he kicked yeah. nine, so it wasn't because of that. Two thousand five um, was Richo's prime. Three.
1: Judd. Uh, wait,
0: did
1: I... I think uh, it's wrong. I will say Judd.
0: He's the next one below this guy, George, Unfortunately, wasn't he had a two it, thirty? Wasn't
2: my sixth year? Judd went crazy.
0: Yes, yeah. That the, he's two thirty. That's there. Is um, Was, you know, that four goal game against Brisbane. Oh, I think I know it. Oh wait, You're doing I know five. Now. Uh, but could, let Judd go.
2: Uh, no, i'm i'm like i like danger field. That time. yeah i was thinking like it's danger field <laughs> or something like that so no like you go. i don't i don't 5 Is it wasn't playing collingwood
0: player no it's not it's i mean if i say the team probably gives it away but it was against port 30 and 3 12 tackles might help bit of a tackle machine back in the day didn't mind a long sleeve heard no, no. Uh, recently dusted into the hall of fame. Yes. Uh, uh Bartel, yeah. Brody Bartel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Bartel. Yeah. Thirty-three goals, twelve tackles. Um. Wait. There you go. I don't seriously, it's Bartel. Yeah. Wait, what I was mean, it, what again? Was his stat line. What was his stat line? Twenty-three kicks, nine handballs, ten marks, three goals, 1, 12 tackles. So did did stuff the stat sheet. But again, Jaddy, like I was saying back in 'O five, I feel like they they just you look at some of the game logs, and mm. the good players got a lot of the points, and then the, just there was a lot of like forties and thirties from just defenders who got none of them. Like the pie seemed to be a lot more just give it to all the, you know, they've obviously changed their um, algorithm across the years. He actually had a couple of two hundreds JB, so yeah, no, he was he was good back then. Yeah. Like back then, in...
1: oh sorry, you go. I was going to say Ruckman, like, they wouldn't have had the hit-out points. No, they hit that out, as well. Hit-out to advantage. Yeah. They used to be three, I think, maybe four, three or four. Now they're five.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, if you got an open front of you, uh, two two things to be interested in. What was the highest score without a goal kicked or, like, a score registered? And then are there any double tons without tackles? Okay. So, the... High- there might have
1: been... Who was that defender for <laughs> Richmond. Who had like? Oh, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's
0: actually there, but there's someone above him without a goal. Without he actually kicked it behind. But I don't. Wonder if you guys 200. remember this? Brisbane player 07, against the Tigers. He had thirty touches, thirteen marks. Uh, first name Josh. Brennan. No, Josh, Josh
2: Dunkley Senior. um, um who, wait. Sorry, Josh Drummond. Josh
0: exactly. Drummond. Yeah, that's so I have,
2: remarkable. I don't think I know him it, that sounds really bad is um, he a good player
0: not really or is no. this like
2: an obscure like did he play a hundred games
0: that's uh, definitely obscure oh, I, th- I think he did I think he might yeah All remember right. the but name he, rings a bell he definitely wasn't like a yeah not a um no he actually didn't get there 94 there you go but he he was he was just a battler so I really don't know how 30 touches 30 marks uh, scores okay. that, but um, must have been pretty good. And then yeah, the next one was Bowden, George. Um, and then what did you ask with uh with our no tackle? tackles? Yeah, actually, Jonathan Brown didn't lay. A tackle oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, Forward, not his first one though. He, he oh, okay. His two thirty against the Bombers yeah. <laughs> when he kicked eight. Um, no yep. tackles. Um, man, I
2: would love to see some of the scores from the nineties if they actually went and did like city oh. scoring, you know, some of those, like, you know. <laughs> Dunstall, like, just bag Yeah, just, yeah, 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 yeah. Plugger oh, weirdly, and stuff like that. I remember or, talking like, to um, um, Prime, um, uh, uh, oh, what's his face? Lee Matthews, Prime Lee Matthews games. I'd love to see what, oh. like, what he would have, yeah, polled. Because he was like Gary Jr. Yep. before Gary Jr. was the thing.
1: Well, you averaged three goals a game. In yeah, not so. Not so. I, I was not. speaking to Chris story. Would have been over a year ago now. About, I think Nathan Buckley. I think he said that Buckley would have averaged 140 plus. Yeah. And some of his. Oh, um, yeah. Actually, comparing
0: all of her
2: um, Buckley and Voss on, um, you know, it would have been
0: amazing. Who's the most obscure play here? That he just, like, there's Corey Jones from North in you know, 08, scored a double ton. Lindsay Thomas had a bag of seven and... No way. No way. Eight, eight <laughs> no tackles, way. Yeah, against the blue. That's not believable. <laughs> That's actually not believable. Seven goals, five, eight tackles from 19 kicks, one handball. A <laughs> uh, few hangers there probably as well. Looking at Daniel Kerr's one, 225 in 2007. He had 28 touches. Yeah, fine. Three marks, like no goals, seven tackles. Eight, freeze Four. Eight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he must have had like a million holding the balls, possessions, and it must have all been late in
0: a tight game or something. Very, very funny. Uh, yeah, that's on fan footy. You just search that and um, highest super coach scores ever. It's been there for a while, but uh, yeah, that's all I could think of doing because I didn't have time to write any questions tonight. Anything else, boys? Before we sign off, I know we said we would do a shorter one, an hour is as short as we can get to. That's that's how we did can do. all right. <laughs> Um, I guess maybe ideas for content if anyone, I mean, we probably get some questions in because um, right now it's kind of just specific team based really, you know, cop an injury or I mean, there's not
2: too much to do. Here. Maybe, maybe we go and have a look at the top five teams um, next week, see yep. what the differences are and um, predict who's going to win it from here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. True. Gets it Cause I mean, that involves some people in our own community so we can get that's right. And actually, good now with that update, how that, you know, pulls the team up on the yeah, screen. Can, yeah,
2: we can actually do it on YouTube. A bit
0: more and visual. Have, have, a, yep. have a good look. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Good idea. That's a good idea. We'll do that next do that week. For
0: next week. All right. Thanks again for watching, listening, however you're consuming. We'll see you on next week's podcast. Cheers. Peace.